0: to try to cure my covid blues with a little bit of TNA. and i got a lap dance from a woman in black pantyhose and now i'm getting a swab shoved up my nose i got a contact trace from the brass rail
1: and welcome to the existentialist cucumber my name is larry woo and i'm curtis withers
0: uh, larry that is the latest song from uh my side project band, the Corporate Valentines, it's called. Uh, I got a contact trace from the Brass Rail, and we're uh, <laughs> we're 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 coming. We're we're by the end of the year, we want to have finished a nineteen track album called COVID, which works because we're the co- corporate Valentines. So you have the CV in there, and uh-huh. it's also our sixth album, so you have a VI in there. And there's 19 tracks that we're working on many different levels.
1: That's, that's, that's quite serendipitous. So so um, obviously there's there's no need to ask where the inspiration for that song came up, but uh, um, so what, what, what are the other COVID are there any other COVID related tracks or was that kind of the, the title song and you just kind of...
0: No, we've got a few like a, most of them are kind of either COVID related or tangentially COVID like stuff that's happened during the COVID era so uh we have uh we have a song called uh 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 W-T-A- no wfh working from home and it's like a uh bachman turner overdrive taking care of business style song but about working from home uh we've got uh clorox cocktail um just <laughs> like a, a little bit of a sort of like a um old uh sort of like 50s pop song about drinking a Clorox cocktail. Uh I think we played on the show before social your social distancing ass. Um and then we've got uh um we've got a couple of like really some short ones one just called super duper missile that we just did really quick off of uh uh Trump when he said that they're developing a super duper missile. You know how everything is super or beautiful or or or, or whatever. And we've got, and, and, uh, this is, this has the least to do with COVID, but, um, part of my COVID, um, entertainment was watching Hamilton on the Disney channel. And I was like, what would be a good Canadian equivalent to Alexander Hamilton, a, a founding father of Canada who also died by gun violence. And there's only one choice and that's Thomas Darcy McGee. So we did like a little, a little, um,
1: little rap, a little, a little like, uh, broadway musical rap about thomas darcy mcgee i i think you i think you need to pen that entire musical <laughs> and, and and then sell it to Mervish. <laughs> but tell so. me oh, come on don't don't leave me hanging you must have a a, a toilet paper hoarding relate related song
0: oh man we we kind of missed that missed the vote on that one
1: uh Maybe maybe you could put that as a hidden track or a single.
0: Yeah, we uh, could still we still can do we still have we still have to do like about seven more so to get to nineteen. Uh, so yeah, there will be some uh, there will be some some opportunities for toilet paper hoarding or or, or something like that. Um, <laughs> we're gonna record it. one on our next that uh their next session
1: uh well i i i i always get a kick out of hearing about about your, your exploits of with the band <laughs> so uh i'll be the first to line up for 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 the for the tape tell me you're gonna put it on tape right like well, we're gonna start pressing it onto tape and not vinyl. we,
0: should,
1: I mean, we definitely should eight track tape no, totally no less yeah <laughs> why don't we get uh going on the headlines um i found this one this was kind of you know Monkey news or animal news, and it, I I just got a kick out of it because the the it's a giant sunfish sighting prompts nine one one calls to which poli- police police off which officers say please stop. So I guess um, in Broad Cove in Massachusetts there's this sunfish, and these these are ocean sunfish. Those so these things can be huge, and I guess the fin might look like a shark or maybe I think people were calling because it looked like it was in distress. And these fish are huge, right? They're like the size of your sofa. So I guess the cops were like, you know, people were calling the cops, right? Like calling the cops. I don't know what they were going to do with it, but they finally put something on social media that basically said, we are aware of the sunfish in Broad Cove. We have checked on it and is doing normal sunfish activities. It's swimming. It's not stranded or suffering. The sunfish is fine. All caps. All caps. Don't be jealous just because it's not swimming weather anymore. Please stop calling the police department about this sunfish. It's
0: a pretty, pretty sassy social media uh, presence there for the, uh, for the, for the Wareham department of natural resources.
1: (laughs) Well, I'll talk about another uh, social media uh, win for for another government department in the States, but I just want to finish off the story. So, why are people calling the cops?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know that cops are really the authority on animal welfare. In my experience, <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, for sure. For sure. Like, so, like,
0: like there was the old myth of, of of like firefighters getting cats out of trees, but I don't remember cops ever having anything to do with. <laughs> with with, with an animal welfare, an, an
1: an eleven an eleven foot sunfish that could possibly weigh five thousand pounds, and and
0: as as we were saying before, we're trying to get the cops to to do less, right? Like is right. that that part of the movement? This is just to get them out of things where they don't really have a lot of expertise, and just to keep them doing the things that they're that they're trained to do, and and I don't think like looking after a sunfish is probably
1: not something that uh, comes up in basic basic I, training I, I i that and i don't think it's within the t- first top 10 so um before we go to the other headline you did bring up a point and and it jogged my memory one of the um social media uh so on instagram the uh, de- department is the ts the united states tsa so this is uh, airport security their instagram whoever manages that is like A genius and it's it's so funny it's punny it's it's, sometimes it's really cheesy but they do such a good job about getting the message across and they're always showing they're not shaming the person but they're all they're just posting like weird stuff that people are bringing into customs or trying to put them through security and they always have fun with it like so anyone who's looking for guilty pleasure on instagram that's not a teenager that's dancing on tiktok Check out the TSA's Instagram uh, site. It's it's so good. Um, but uh, on to the other headline. This one, not so much of a headline, uh, but rather it's a job posting. So this is a job posting that's up on uh, the site um, Indeed, and it's asking for cosplay delivery driver. And this is for a uh, bar pub in Toronto, called Stormcrow Manor. So anyone who is in the city that's ever been there, this is like geek central when it comes to food. Everything is kind of geeky, geek culture related. The bar itself is heavily decorated with different rooms, with different geeky themes from movies to Dungeons and Dragons to comics and, and you, and you know, basically geek culture lore which is hilarious so I, no surprises that they're asking and you know during the lockdown that people are they're, they're thinking out of the box and getting their delivery drivers to um, dress up in some kind of geeky cosplay for for Halloween apparently they're, they're actually having like some kind of d- death burger and it's actually being delivered by a, a, a small army of grim reapers so you know hey curtis so for 15 to 20 bucks an hour plus tips plus tips so that being said what would your cosplay delivery costume be now keep in mind it's got to be somewhat functional because you're carrying hot food so (laughs) you know you you can't kind of go as like you know master shake from uh aqua teenage (laughs) of days gone by like it it somehow has to be a functional costume so any any thoughts and what what would you kind of apply for as
0: um i would want to be uh tywin lannister but in the robe that he's in just before he gets shot with a crossbow while on the shitter and dies so not in his (laughs) armor but in, in yeah. the robe that he dies in while he's on the on the on the shitter, that that would be mine.
1: See what what would be fantastic about even more fantastic. I'll I'll, I'll give you a will give you a free tip for that costume. Is somehow your delivery bag make it look like the Lou. Yeah,
0: I mean, I wanted to go to Fan Expo with like it like the Lou as like a stall and just set it up like an installation somewhere and just sit on it for the whole the whole time um but yeah it would it would be it would be something something along those lines you'd have to incorporate the delivery bag into the uh in in into the whole experience somehow um and uh larry i must ask what would your delivery cause play
1: i i, I think i think i'd try to stay away from like l- uh, unlike yourself i think let's try to stay away from the fantasy D&D realm only because most of those costumes require me to carry something like some kind of accoutrement weapon or something hand. So definitely not that definitely not anime because the same thing in, in the anime world, the costumes are huge, usually carrying some kind of giant sword or some kind of giant weapon. So I'm thinking just because of my love for it is I think I'd have to go something from star Wars and I'm thinking it's gotta be functional. So I'm thinking, if I can somehow pull off like an R two costume, like we're talking about Jabba's sail barge, so I have like the tray. That's right. <laughs> he was me.
0: serving drinks at that time, wasn't he? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe <laughs> like that. But he was uh, serving drinks. He was also packing. He had that lightsaber ready to launch.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yep, yep, yep. So maybe something like that, or um, or one of those inflatable. Uh, costumes that make it look like you're riding something. So maybe like Luke on the Tauntaun Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and I can like pull stuff out of the Tauntaun, pull their food, like, like basically have a zipper in the front of the Tauntaun kind of open it up like, like I'm, I, where the zipper is also like maybe a a lightsaber. So you kind of pull it out and it looks like you're like you're cutting it open, cutting it open. And and then I, and I said, here's your quarter chicken dinner (laughs) or your D and D burger. Yeah, you're a neutral good burger. The other one I'd like to
0: the other thing I'd like to do is a uh costume that made people mad. Um mm-hmm. not not because it was offensive to a sane person, but just because it would be offensive to a dorky person. Like when I was at Fan Expo once there was a guy, and I loved this, this was, was my favorite costume I saw, and he was a Klingon, but he had he was dressed in a Green Lantern uniform so he was uh, he was a klingon green lantern and people were getting mad at him you know saying like that's you you can you can mix the two you know all this kind of stuff and he's like well why not he was he said the lantern the lantern the lantern corps sp- spans many universes why can't there be a klingon green lantern
1: totally he's right why and why I- oh jeez i swear it's- star trek people have no sense of humor
0: they they, they you know they, they, actually, don't have, know they don't
1: have I, much, yeah. I, I'm going to, actually, there's, there's two in the geek culture that have no sense of humor. Star Trek people, Doctor Who people. Oh, yeah. No sense of humor whatsoever. Like, this is a group of people who know the whole premise of the character is that they regenerate, like the Doctor regenerates. Mm-hmm. And every time it happens, even though they know it's going to happen, they lose their shit over it
0: yeah it's true i think i think like 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 fandom has its bad apples no matter what the the fandom is like star wars has like some terrible terrible people as part of its fandom
1: oh god yeah. and, and, <laughs> and then they end up working for lucas and then you get the horrible content <laughs> um so yeah i i i I was going to actually say my cosplay costume, which is not for, for the, for this job, another one, but I'm going to actually dress up um, like it uh, for this Halloween, even though uh, Halloween is a bit locked down this way. Well, we can talk about that just down the road um, as the next article, Um, but I'm going to be handing out candy in my, and funny, and, you know, here's me making fun of Dr. Who and that's my costume. So I'm gonna go as a mashup costume, just like your your Klingon Green, green Lantern Corp character, but I'm going as Doctor Deadpool. So I have this yeah. Deadpool mask, and I have a Doctor Who like eleventh 11th eleventh doc, 11th, eleventh 11th Doctor Who uh, costume. So I have the blazer, I have the fedora. He was the eleventh, right? Um, it was try. after David Tennant? Um, oh Matt Smith. Yeah, so it's the Matt Smith Doctor. I think it was the eleventh Doctor because I'm not a Doctor Who fan. Yeah, but it's it's that costume. So it's the it's got the um it's got uh, oh did I say fedora? I'm sorry, not fedora. The um oh what's the name of the the hat? The um like a bowler hat? No, no, the one that the one that the uh, Shriners wear. Oh, a fez. Yeah, the fez. Yeah, so it's 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 got the red fez. Like, I don't think he wore it through, I think he wore it maybe the first season. Um, the, the jacket I've got, a have got actually got his um, sonic screwdriver, um, but I'll have the Deadpool mask on. So that'll be like my mashup costume. Call it Dr. Deadpool. I like it. Yeah. See, that's, that's, that that's my pro pro mashup though. I'm probably insulting everybody <laughs> though. I think I'd probably be more insulting the doctor who fans than the Deadpool fans.
0: Yeah, no. That, I mean, that's on brand for Deadpool. <laughs>
1: exactly. Right. Dead... <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> dead, dead,
0: um, Deadpool. Deadpool can get in anything.
1: So, uh, why don't we go to the, the, the next headline? This one, I we I usually we usually don't take one from the Onion or the Beaverton, but this one just I want to segue into what's happening in the real world with it, which is headline is. Anti-mask protest unites Toronto's moron and asshole communities. So tell me, Curtis, like, what is going on with that? Like the whole anti-mask movement that that's kind of come up. Like, what do you make of it?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I I I don't know. Not being part of that movement, I can't really sort of get to get into that headspace very easily. I mean, it's. I guess it's it's people who just don't want to be told what to do, you know. Like, I think that's all this this is 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 people think that they shouldn't be told what to do because they think that they're special, you know. And uh, and you get that and you get that in the, you get that here. You get that more in the United States where they have um, that whole that 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 whole sort of culture of like exceptionalism where mm-hmm. everybody thinks that they're the best and, you know, their 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 rights are, are inalienable and, you know, their, their, their rights should be, you know, should trump everybody else's rights. And I think that's what you get, uh, that's what you get here is like, you know, people, th- there are, there is that subset of people and it's that Venn diagram of uh, morons and assholes when they meet, you know, right in the, in the sweet spot of that Venn diagram. <laughs> That uh, you know they're 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 not smart enough to follow the science and they don't have the empathy to think of the bigger picture and how it might affect other people. And, I don't
1: know. Or like, they're, how they're how just you get morons, these guys. Or are just morons and assholes. Period. Like or morons and assholes. I I am with you. Like I I don't really get it. Other than yeah, don't tell me what to do. But I'm also wondering if you know if the if it wasn't you know, started in the States, if it would ever have kind of appeared here, like, is it, is it just one of those things that we're just doing copycat or. I think,
0: I think, yeah,
1: I think the United States is a, that, that whole, the movement's
0: quite big in parts of the United States. And I think that's a big driver, but I think you get, you kind of have, you know, that's that, that sort of mentality does exist in Canada. I mean, we don't say it as much cause it's not, uh, as prevalent in the cities you know where there's just a lot of pe- a lot of people from a lot of different backgrounds so you're not going to get a lot of as as much group think um but i think like you know like like you know in 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 like alberta if you want to if you if you know i don't want to paint all, all albertans with that brush but i think that's where like a lot of this sort of sentiment comes from this uh you know anti anti government anti quote unquote political correctness type of movement um you know so so I, know, think, I, I think i think i think like with even if the united states hadn't i think there still would have been an anti mask movement here but i think that the united states um definitely sort of exacerbated it
1: Yeah, I I think so. Well, especially when you have a president who's basically in the early days and, you know, even now just kind of refuses to say, please wear a mask.
0: Yeah, I mean, and then he'll wear one every now and then. And then he'll call people. This is the thing that gets me with this guy is he'll call people out for not wearing them when it suits his purposes, right? Like, I think he called out, uh, you know, there's that whole thing where he walked out of that 60 Minutes interview and. Yeah, and that was he, the thing this week, right? Yeah. Yeah, and he called out uh Leslie Stahl for not wearing a mask, who was like the the interviewer for not wearing a mask. But then he'll go and he'll go to his rally in, you know, North Dakota or whatever, and no one will be wearing a mask or or, or like very few people will be wearing masks. You know, so so like I don't understand why he would ever criticize anyone for not wearing one when he he himself Generally, doesn't wear one. He doesn't care if the people who go to his events wear them. You know, like it's just, it's
1: just, it's ridiculous. Like, there's, there's, there's no, there's no, there's no point in trying to figure out the logic there. No, <laughs> there's he's, no. Point. Don't, don't, don't bother. Don't bother. He's, just, a, not, you know, he's just, you know, he, he's, he's shameless. The thing is, is he's,
0: he's shameless, and he doesn't really care if he's a hypocrite because he knows that the people that support him don't care if he's a hypocrite. So he doesn't and, need to worry about being
1: a hypocrite oh yeah no no it's it's pure opportunist um mentality and just yeah just don't care mm-hmm. because oh you know, look look what he's what look what he's been doing for the last four years and he's no one's ever like properly called him out on anything nothing's stuck so you know of course he's going to say whatever he wants yep. um so i was just saying about the halloween thing so there's a recommended the on the uh, the ontario government and health board basically kind of recommended to not do halloween i've kind of figured out a system that's pretty safe for the kids it uh i'm trying to find one of those uh i think um they 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 make it for old folks to pick up stuff off the ground so it's like a little it's like a, a kind of gun handle with a trigger and it oh yeah, yeah. insert so i'm basically you know putting candy into another bowl where kids pick it up, but I'm only putting one basically candy for the next kid in the bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm constantly just kind of doing, it. I figured, you know, the, the kids need something and I, I like Halloween myself. So I, I'd hate to kind of see, and it's a Saturday. So what, what better time for Halloween to be on when you don't have to worry about school, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, I think we're just going to put, put a bowl outside and then just watch through the window when people come up and grab
1: them now, that's a perfectly good costume you just be like we're the creepy people just just hide and just yeah. kind of look through a curtain or something like that yeah
0: yeah just look really wear like gym shorts that are really really sort of like high you know high cut gym shorts and uh
1: or 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 like or or dress like rex quando from uh <laughs> the Pauline dynamite yeah, yeah. With the with the with yeah. the American tights and
0: Yeah, and the, the bandana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll be creepy the creepy neighbors. Yeah, so yeah, we'll we'll do I like that idea. I mean, this would have been the perfect time when I, when I lived in England, I had one of those uh mailboxes that was that was built into your door. Mm-hmm. Um so that would have been perfect for, for for Halloween, just shove it through the through the mailbox outside. <laughs> so the kids can pick that off the ground. My,
1: my other thought was to try to find candy that I can load into a Nerf gun and then just start firing it off at kids. Yeah, you know, that's
0: good. That's good. Yeah.
1: Or catapult. Yeah. Figure maybe I can maybe I can still or maybe oh yeah how about those uh, the, those old catapults that people would use at a football game, which is just basically like a like yeah yeah exercise band and I like just kind water of... balloon catapults
0: yeah like like when you when we went to the to the panda game and we'd fire them at all the Ottawa U students at the other end. Oh of yeah, the for day. sure. Yeah, you get, I, I'm, I'm sure you might even still have
1: one from your panda
0: ball. I, I, I
1: might actually have a, a, a Ravens or us branded yeah. one somewhere. No, uh, no, totally. Like the, the the you know the opportunities, Curtis. See, I I think just let people have Halloween, but just let people be creative about it. That's all. Yeah,
0: creativity is always uh, it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's you know it's often the solution to these to
1: these. Well. When it happens, I'll report back and and see how the how our Halloween went. Or if I could, I could be facing some charges for pelting kids with a.
0: We're just gonna we're we're gonna throw all 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 of ours out in the bowl, and then watch helplessly as as the first asshole bully
1: kid comes and just takes the whole bowl. Uh, I don't know if that generation. I don't think that kids like that really exist in this this day and age. I, I I'm kind of giving them credit because I what. I, I don't think they do. I don't think they do that. I think they're. I think. I think kids these days are a lot more honest than you give them credit for. I think. Wow. We'll, we'll see. Have been a kid it, could be, it could be an interesting social experiment. So what you should do is put out three bowls, like one one with all like O Henry chocolate bars or something that's coveted, and then the other one be like a bowl of Tiger Tail and see if someone grabs. Yeah. One or rockets. Doesn't. Or rockets. Yes. Exactly. Um, so we're going to talk about, uh, things to do in the next lockdown, because it does sound like things are getting going down, um, a bit, uh, for the most folks So Halloween's going to be kind of interesting to go by. Um, but, uh, why don't we go to our next segment where we are talking about since the numbers are going up, it looks like we're going to have another, and I like what you called it. It's not a lock, not calling a lockdown, but a lock in. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> um like what games i guess because video games are going to be the biggest thing like they they proved back in march it was it's just going to continue and they can keep just keep pumping stuff out but um Curtis you were kind of putting some thoughts down on you know the games that people want to uh invest in or consider during the, the next lock in mm-hmm.
0: so uh i think we talked last week about the the Mario Kart Home Circuit so, yep. so I've got my hands on on that, and uh, it's it's one of those ones that's going to sell really well because Nintendo has proven that when they come out with something that's also kind of a collectible, then they can't keep it on the shelves like like the like the um the like this the Nintendo like the Mini Nintendo and that like Mini Super Nintendo that they had that was preloaded with X amount of games, you know like games that that. We've all played a million times and don't really need to play again, but, you know, people really liked, liked the way that uh, the consoles looked and they came with the controllers and there was the nostalgia factor. So I think this will sell really well because the toy is actually pretty robust. It's a pretty decent sized cart that it comes with. You can get it in either Mario or Luigi. And it, so it's a, it's it's a, it's got a camera mount on it and and then it drives really easily with the switch and you just, you can, you can, uh, you can fly around your house and then you can, you know, you can use it to make a, make a course and making a, a course is really simple. And you can use objects in your house. So, you know, any kind of creativity, sort of, you know, any, any, you can use a lot of creativity for hazards, obstacles, that kind of thing. The problem Larry is that you
1: just need so much space well how big is the car exactly like it you
0: know ah. in,
1: in in like reference to everyday objects
0: like i think like if you took so if you took a switch and uh and you put it put so an undocked switch i'd say the car is probably as big as this the, the screen like oh wow like so it's it's, it's, it's huge it's a big it's yeah it's not small Okay, so it's not like
1: a Hot Wheels car. Um, no,
0: no, no, much bigger.
1: Much bigger. Okay.
0: And uh, and then and then it comes so the kit comes with four gates and you have to use all four gates or it won't recognize it as a complete track. So you can't do so if you're if you're kind of like like sort of hurting for space like I am, you know, like I, I I would be okay if I could do like a drag strip just down the hall you know but you can't you have to have four gates so uh i guess you could do a four gate drag strip i don't know if it has to like be a loop that that like i don't know if you have to close a loop or not um actually i think you do i think the first gate also counts as the as the end point so you know like you need a pretty decent well like you need to really get the most out of it, you need sort of like a really well-lit basement, mm-hmm. you know, something like that, uh, where there's not a lot of foot traffic or there's not a lot of like, you know, furniture, um, you know, that you can easily, or furniture that can easily be moved, like that kind of thing. Uh, if you have that, you, you can have a lot of fun with this. Like it, it's really a cool, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a cool idea, this augmented reality you know, like augmented reality, uh, I've tried it in like Pokemon Go, and you, you just end up switching it off most times because it's just it kills your battery and doesn't really do that much to heighten your game experience. But this is 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 actually a really good sort of um, marriage between sort of a physical toy and a video game. Um, but yeah, I I think like and the other thing about it especially since we are going into, like, possibly another, you know, we're already sort of, like, having to trim our bubbles and all that kind of stuff, is, like, if you want to play at multiplayer, you can only play at multiplayer with another, you can have up to four people playing at the same time, but they all have to have their own switches and their own carts. So, you know, you're probably not going to be inviting random, you know, or not even random, but, like, people that you don't see all the time You're not going to necessarily be inviting them into your house to play this, you know, because they have to physically be there with their cart and stuff. So there's no online component. This would be, you know, a a lot easier to do if there was an online, if if you could, if you could use the cart to make the track, but then you could also just drive it as a virtual cart, like just in a regular Mario Kart game. That would, you know, and then you could upload your tracks online and that kind of thing. But because the game requires you to have the physical cart, you know, multiplayer is tough, and it's even tougher, um, you know, in in the situation that we're in.
1: Right, because you're right. Because that would that would have been like the serious game changer if, for whatever reason, you your car can record everything, like basically record every, be, be almost be like, um, uh, the, uh, Google car, right? The Google maps car, where it goes and maps your neighborhood and mm-hmm. the streets and creates the street view. Like you would need another cart or a cart that drives really slowly to map it out and then kind of store it as a track. And then someone can play it online because yeah, I guess that'd be kind of, a uh, that's the, th- that's the thing, right? Like you would have to the other racers would have to be in your on your physically on your track and be playing next to you. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah,
0: so you know that's kind of um, that. That's definitely a a minus. Sort of like that's a con uh, for for the way that right. game.
1: How's the durability or or the the construction of the car itself? Because I can imagine that you know accidents here and there. You're going to run it into sure. a wall or. whatever. Oh yeah, um, yeah,
0: yeah, and they can go up to I think at their highest speed, I think they can go about ten kilometers an hour. Okay. Um, You know, it's not super fast, but it's fast enough. Um, yeah, but I think it's quite, quite durable. Like I think you would tr- probably try to avoid situations where you're hitting it into table legs and chair legs, but I think it can take it can it c- it could probably take a fair amount of. Um. It could take a fair amount of abuse, I think, and the way the camera—the camera is like sort of um, fairly well protected in the back of the the vehicle, and you're probably not going to be reversing into things as fast as you're like you know Mm -hmm. driving forward into things. So, um, so I think I I think it seems pretty robust to me. Like, like, like it's a good size. It seems to be pretty solidly built. Um. I I I uh in my because my the course I made was so small I smashed it into a whole bunch of things and it, it was fine. So.
1: so so let's let's talk about game mechanics. So obviously one of the the hallmark things about any Mario Kart game is picking up weapons mm-hmm. to either defend yourself or use as an offensive weapon against other cars. So obviously you can still pick up the three red shells which is very common or the green shell so when you hit your physical opponent does their physical car actually stop or slow down or something happen to their car it's a good question because yeah you do have you
0: have shells and you have um yeah i guess probably yeah,
1: like i would think that would that that's that's something they, they would have to program in and i do believe i, I remember seeing uh, a, a video, and I wasn't sure if that's what I was seeing properly because that that I, that would make the most sense, right? Like if you hit my car, my car would de throttle or just you mm-hmm. know maybe not spin out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, no, there's no spin out or anything like that. But um, was- yeah,
0: I don't know because like, uh, you know, my guy, you know, like I like like my car was hit with a couple of things. So I was racing against like the computer AI, which are like the Koopaling's. So you're racing against the Koopaling's and definitely I did get hit by shells and stuff, but I, I guess I wasn't really looking to, because when you're, when you're playing, like you're not really looking through the camera of your car so much anymore. Okay. Um, which is kind of weird because you, your car is still driving the course and, you know, you can, obviously you can hit, you know, you can hit physical things and that, that, you know, but, um, when you're looking at it, you know you're looking at like a like a cartoony Mario Kart, and you can even like unlock different like skins
1: and stuff for it. Okay, um, so even though you have the Mario k- car, you could you can still drive as Diddy Kong or something.
0: No, you have to. I think you're always Mario, but you can get different like outfits for Mario. Oh, okay, okay, okay Different okay, skins, it. different horns. You know, and so so like you're you're driving you're driving in the video game but it's kind of it's kind of weird because you can't help but also think about the physical car as it's like kind of like going along but i'm not sure it's weird i'm not i haven't really been able to figure out if the if the on uh if the game experience is exactly what's happening to the physical experience
1: i i would think it would like i guess that kind of would go against the spirit of (laughs) yeah yeah but i guess i just
0: said because 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 you can get like those golden mushrooms and i and i and i remember using them for like the boosts and i didn't see any appreciable boost with the with the physical card maybe there was one and i just didn't really notice it but
1: well that's why that's why i'm kind of wondering whether or not if you were playing with another person with another car physically in your space and you pick that up, like their car slows down because your car can't speed up. Mm-hmm. But relative to your opponents, like maybe the opponent's car gets throttled back. That's or... probably
0: that. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense.
1: And probably in
0: the video in the video component. Yeah. When you use one of those rather than your car speeding up, probably the couplings get pulled back toward yeah
1: that's probably what happens but hey it's i again i applaud nintendo for the ingenuity because if we weren't in a lockdown situation i can only imagine if they went to some kind of like e-sports tournament and they created their own course and people bringing their cars and like i think people would go bananas for that oh yeah and then all it takes is okay we're going to have a bowser car now you're going to have to buy a bowser car and have a mario car and it just becomes a perpetual thing
0: right yeah now. yeah i asked them um yeah i i i asked uh, when i saw it for preview the the nintendo representative if they were had more cars in the works and he said that they didn't but he might have just been saying that just because he doesn't really have <laughs> to tell me the truth if he doesn't want. To. <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't tell
1: me anything. Okay, so that so that was so that's that's Mario Kart. So, um, the game itself is free, but you need to buy yes. the physical car. Yes. So that's and-
0: like uh, I think it's one hundred and twenty nine dollars. That gets you the car and co- so the kit comes with a car, the four gates, and the USB charger and then yeah and then the software is is just a free download from the Nintendo eShop
1: okay well that's that's good
0: yeah i think i think like it's one if it, i think you could have a lot of fun with it there's a lot of replayability if you the caveat being you have the space yeah the right setup for it
1: and it would be great if you could try with uh, have another car physically and just to see those types of game mechanics that are going on. Because I'm yeah, sure...
0: yeah, it's kind of hard to tell with with what the limited track I could make and stuff like that. Like exactly how I exactly how you using power ups or weapons and stuff relates to the physical card. But I think you're probably right. Is that it probably? Um, just slow slows down the opposition rather than speeding you up, kind of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking in in the lo- the next lock in. Um, I think you'll start seeing party games becoming more and more popular. Like they were popular before, but I'm thinking. Um, as people learn about it, like those Jackbox games mm-hmm. and the like, will become super popular because they're. The, the, the learning curve is easy. There there's no one person only needs to own the copy. Um, and it makes things easier and, and they're all super fun, right? So I, I my, 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 my guess is that those Jackbox games are going to explode and you'll see a lot more of those coming out. Anything where you can do kind of easy entry point party games i think are, are going to be huge yeah if i think
0: the... they just released speaking of jackbox i think they just released or they are going to just release party pack seven
1: okay D- do you know what the uh, do you know what the game mini games i'm curious
0: i i don't i just saw it on when i was um when I, when i was getting the 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 mario kart home circuit uh uh, software off of the switch i just know, know i just saw it like party pack seven but i didn't i didn't look into uh what's what's gonna be in it but um Maybe I can take a quick okay on uh... party pack seven it's got five new games okay talking points it's got the Quiplash three i don't know what I don't know how you improve on Quiplash or whatever. uh, Devils and the Details, Blather Round and Champed Up. Champed Up has like a wrestler with a fish on his head. Champed Up is a drawing game. Talking Points is a speech game. Blather Round is a guessing game. And it just says that devils and the De- devils and details is collaborative chaos, and it is available yeah. on pretty much everything. Amazon no, Fire. No, it, it, yeah, that's the beauty of these games; they're so e- easy to uh, to port. Um, so that, that that could be fun. I haven't. I'd, I'd be uh, interested in trying those. I, I, th- I still I... like the rap battle. Uh, the rap
1: battle's good and I, and that's a number 5. 6 mm-hmm. has a really fun game. That's that um is it the Murder Trivia one? Okay, yep, yep. That that one is super fun. Um I'm thinking the next time maybe for um uh the November Black Friday, I I uh, if they go on sale, I'm going to probably grab them all.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Get them them. get them get when they're cheap. Well, I saw that Ghost of Shishimi was uh, on sale, but I went, okay, not ready to play it, but I'm sure it's going to go on sale again because it's such a huge title. Yeah. But but part of, you know, on top of buying new games to kind of break up the time, one thing that I need to go back to is I need to finish a few games that I kind of put back on the shelf for one reason or another. And one game is Death Stranding. Mm -hmm, You and I talked about it when I first bought it back i guess it would have been in april or so Mm -hmm. i maybe got an hour and a half into the game was really enjoying the first little bit and then somewhere along the way i don't know if i missed something or whatever but it just seems to get exponentially more annoying Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and and i think i just stopped playing because i think i just got frustrated with one, the inventory system seemed to be very confusing. When I got to a um, checkpoint or like one of the stations, I found the whole act of kind of dumping what I had and then managing what they were holding for me and putting it onto my body was just so confusing. Like it just never, maybe it never clicked on me. So that was problem number one. I didn't really mind the walking. Fine. Okay i i, I, ju- I think i just about to un I think I have everything i need to unlock the bike maybe I think just before I stopped playing I didn't mind the walking and and the emo music whatever <laughs> I, I also but now that I think I had a weapon that I could fight with i found it really awkward to use and I didn't really know what you know <laughs> i didn't know what I was doing and then I never and, and nothing seemed to affect the um uh the, the the blackness character i forgot forgot what they kept calling yeah, them but you yeah. but uh i i think that that's when it got shelved i'm not saying it's a horrible game but i i just the, there was at one certain point in the game i kind of lost track of all the mechanics that 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 uh that offered and then i was just like oh it's too frustrating mm-hmm. now you 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 didn't finish it either right no I don't know
0: if I even got as far as you did. I mean <laughs> okay. I, I definitely put some time into it and like unlocked a couple of outposts and you know, delivered some stuff. Got cocky and, and and ran down a hill without without properly shifting my weight and dropped a bunch of packages everywhere, all that kind of stuff.
1: Um Poor Norm Reedus.
0: Yeah. Uh, the game is like i can't, i do want to play it again and i want to it's a slow burn and maybe too slow of a burn and i just kind of you know other things came along and i just kind of stopped playing but um i think uh like like i've i've I, I have a lot of respect for hideo kojima um he definitely you know he he he's successful so successful um that he can make these kind of games and not have a ton of interference and so for uh, those
1: that don't know he is the mastermind behind most if not all of the metal gear solid yeah, games.
0: i think all of them yeah um and uh he's an interesting dude i follow him on twitter he you know he's always tweeting about like he has an english he has an english twitter and a japanese twitter and his english twitter he's he's just he's always talking about like joy division and you just always all these like bands all these all these bands he loves and stuff um but yeah i i just want to see what what his end what, what 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 like what like the the end result is of this game like you know because because there's like atmosphere wise it was it was interesting like it's it's a bit of a it's it's emo and it's a bit overwrought um, but like, there was definitely some interesting ideas and mechanics. It, there you know, it was just like, didn't really come together for me. And I think that I'm sensing that you kind of had the same sort of thing, but I yeah. think, I, I think it is, it does deserve another chance. Maybe.
1: I, I think so because they, they also kind of story-wise, um, allude to some kind of grand, um, opus at the end with the Lindsay Wagner character. Was it, is she voices the character, the the sister, I think.
0: I think so. The one that's the one that is it. Lin- that's, is it Lindsay? Cali- I think it is Lindsay
1: Wagner. Yeah. The one, the one, the one that's in California who's imprisoned by some other faction. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but again, it, there seems to be too much breaks from the, the larger story. And, um, uh, but I, too, want to get back to it and try to finish it. So that's one. Um, another game that I'm kind of disappointed that I didn't finish it is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I think I'm close, so I may just kind of quickly just kind of stomach and get it through. Mm. Uh, why I stopped playing, I probably stopped playing even before the lockdown. And I couldn't couldn't remember why. I don't know if it was like kind of the repetitiveness of the or maybe it was just too much parkour for my liking. Um, but you know, it's Star Wars. is there such
0: a thing as too Story. much parkour?
1: There's a lot of parkour <laughs> in that game. <laughs> a lot of parkour in that game. Um, what's and your, it, what's your uh,
0: take on Assassin's Creed?
1: No, that that's <laughs> it's. I'd just be so frustrated because I I like try I would like try to finish a certain level one way, and I I'd, I I'd fall, I'd keep falling. I'd just like forget it. I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. The Prince of
0: Persia has a lot to answer for. That was the ultimate parkour. That was the first parkour.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and it, yeah, same thing. I try it a few times and I'll be like, I'm out. <laughs> um, the third game that I should finish, and this one I'm actually, this one, even the Star Wars, this one I'm even more embarrassed to say I didn't finish because I thought the first one is probably the best in the series in the franchise it's probably on my top 10 lists of greatest video games of all time uh for myself and that's the remake for playstation 4 resident evil 2 oh okay i didn't even le- i didn't even leave the police station curtis like, <laughs> and i stopped um it was awfully hard like i and now because i remembered the, the 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 second one quite quite well like it came to the point where i hadn't unlocked everything on the original playstation one i could finish the entire game in less than an hour i'd like unlock the tofu um variant uh mission in it um and all all this all this stuff playing through this a the game is legitimately frightening mm-hmm. um the the combat is even tougher than it was before. And the puzzles are also a lot tougher. So I might actually just have like my phone open with a walkthrough just so like, cause I, I just want to play through it because mm-hmm. it is super fun, mm-hmm. but I, I don't want to try to find some spade key that is lost in some other room. And I got to figure out 10 other puzzles to get through. <laughs> um, and, but the game looks amazing. It's scary as hell, um, and it's uh, yeah. I'm I'm kind of embarrassed to say I didn't finish it because I I loved Resident Evil two so much. The first one, yeah. Um, have you ever played it? Have you ever given it a try? Oh yeah, oh uh,
0: well, the, the yeah. When it first came out, I I I think the first three, so one two, and then uh, was it was Nemesis, the third one. I think yeah. I finished all of those when they first okay. came out.
1: Now, now, am I wrong to say that Resident Evil 2 is hard? Like, the puzzles seem really, really difficult. Yeah, I thought one
0: was hard. Well, one, like, I thought that they they all are kind of unforgiving. I I remember (laughs) one, though, if you played as Jill Valentine, it was easier because she, like, there's one where you had to figure out a puzzle by playing the piano, but she already knows how to play. But if you play as Chris Redfield or whatever his name is, you have to first figure out how to play the piano and then you can solve the puzzle so i guess they made Jill like the character for for an easier like an easier difficulty
1: oh yeah no no that was also in the original uh Resident Evil 2 because Jill starts off with a lock pick right so she could automatically unlock certain doors where Chris had to find the keys or had to go through a certain road. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so, uh so yeah, I, I, I yeah, they were hard. They were hard, but I always played with the
1: character who had the, who had the advantage. <laughs> of course. So yeah, I, 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 I sh- so in that order, I think I'm going to finish in the, lo- in the latest lock in. I need to finish Jedi fallen order first. I'll do Resident Evil 2 and then hopefully I'll have enough stamina to get back to Death Stranding and all this before I finally, um, stop wearing the the cloak of shame and actually picking up Ghost of Shusimi and actually playing through that because I know <laughs> it, you know, it's, 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 it's probably, it's probably going to go down as probably the, the biggest game PlayStation. I don't know. It's, it's, it's definitely getting a lot of good critical buzz, right? Like it's,
0: People
1: um were really impressed with that game.
0: Yeah. I think so. I mean I think I think God of War was better. Um
1: You're talking about the one where you have the, the, the sun as the yeah, the, the yeah. following. Right?
0: I think that might be my per- I mean it's all obviously subjective, but uh that that I thought I thought that was the best PlayStation game. But it goes to ghost of uh ghost of and spider-man i thought was better than ghost of tsushima as well personally oh okay um but ghost of tsushima is very good again if it, it, like all these games that are kind of like a bit open world sort of thing that you can fall into of, you know sort of repetitiveness you know like you know we, you you liberate one town from mongols you've liberated all the to- towns from mongols like there's not too much but uh it's 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 got a good it's got a it's got good art direction. It's fun to play. The combat's fun. The characters cool. The story's pretty good. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's a very good game.
1: Mhm. So, uh I kind of kind of indicated my kind of playlist or things to look for during the lock-in. What's uh what what are your thoughts for the for the next lock-in? Are you going to go back and revisit certain games or are you looking forward to a few? Well, I'm looking
0: forward to cyberpunk which is coming out i think next month
1: did i did i did i see that cano reeves is doing press for it or not doing press for it is he in an ad for it he's i think he's in the game like he's got a cameo in the game
0: um uh so yeah he's he's doing some i guess he's doing some press for it um yeah i'm looking forward to that baldur's gate 3 which is right now in uh Sort of like early, you know, it's uh, early access right now. I am um, gonna wait till till it's not early access anymore because I am not that, uh, you know, impatient to play it. But I am looking forward to it when that comes out. As far as ones that I uh, might revisit, I might. We were talking about this one earlier. I might revisit uh, uh, Red Dead Redemption Two because um, I didn't do a lot of the a lot of the extra stuff um because i think i think by the time i got through the game uh you know other 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 stuff co- uh came out but i i do like um taking the time in those red dead games to do you know just some hunting and you know, just do, do like the sort of like
1: value-added stuff mm-hmm. um I th- yeah. I think uh, and, and
0: and Death Stranding. I'd like to look at Death Stranding yeah. again. I think I think
1: we both want to put that one to bed. Yeah, <laughs> but um, you you got brought a good point about um, about Cyberpunk. It is getting quite a bit of buzz, right? And these are the same guys that, uh, um, oh, what was the that was the big game that they made before this? They they're the they're the Witcher guys. Right, right, yeah. right, right. right. Yeah. So does it take a lot from the, the kind of the, the Witcher experience do you get a sense of them that, or I, you know what? I don't know much about it. Um, like I know the
0: settings. Just going sort of, blind. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I imagine it probably will. Like I know that it's, you know, it's an RP it's a sprawling RPG, I think. So there probably will, there will, there will be some similarities. I mean, you know, like I think j- just because they have that toolbox, right? Like, you're probably gonna just just uh, just just you know to to uh, save some time in development. You're probably going to to use sort of like the tools you already have, so there may you, you may end up having a very Witcher-esque type f- flavor in that regard. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 looking for. I I love The Witcher Three so much. Like I think it's uh, I I bought it again for the Switch just just for no other reason because I have it on PC. So, I bought the, the sort of inferior version on the Switch just to have it, just so that I could play it like during my commutes back when I used to actually commute to work.
1: No, no, for sure. I, um, it's kind of funny that you mentioned these open world games. I, I recently f- fired one up. It was, I think it probably was a PS4 launch title. I never uninstalled it because the game is that good, is, um, infamous second son
0: yeah yeah i love that game
1: and i i I relaunched it just kind of to walk around just to cause some havoc and i was thinking about playing it through and doing the um the evil ending Mm -hmm. um but uh i was thinking oh you know we'll just leave it i i also have the um i guess the the pre-version where you where you play as her the one with the neon (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah i played that i that, played that as well yeah that was that, that was quite good i it, it's um it's amazing you know like there's a launch title and it's it's so it holds up so well i remember uh when i bought
0: when i bought my ps4 when i finally got one and i went to the i think it was the electronics boutique in was it the one in the center i think it might have been the one in the center it was, it was in a mall and uh the gut and and so i've got that and i got infamous second son because i because i quite liked infamous and infamous too for the ps3 and uh the guy was telling me that it was terrible i said why is it terrible he goes well, oh the guy the the main character he's he's such a mary sue i was like how is how is it how is he mary sue he was, well he's just really powerful i was like do you know i don't think he knew what a mary sue was <laughs> Like, I don't think you knew what that concept really okay. was because okay. <laughs> like, he's powerful because he wasn't right. Like he was a pretty flawed character. Like he wasn't, I didn't, I didn't yeah. feel like any game developer was like, was like projecting <laughs> with this, with this character, you know, like I, I, I just, uh, yeah, he's I, powerful I... because he's the main character in an infamous game.
1: Yeah, exactly. And yeah, uh you're controlling him yeah <laughs> so why why is this an issue <laughs> yeah it just made no sense uh some people are just looking for weird things in, mm-hmm. in the game. i um before we sign off like one game that i'm still hanging on to but i think it's again it's more i'm treating it as competitive natures i'm still playing a lot of overwatch
0: oh yeah yeah yeah
1: I'm still not even within Beer League level of play. I, I was hoping to maybe one day reach Beer League and then I can maybe join one, but it's <laughs> like, oh, I I I like playing the game. I, I like the competitive nature, the 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 esports component to it. Like it's probably my own esports game that I would play. Um, but man, I'm garbage at it. But I guess, you know. You're probably not garbage.
0: You're probably, you're probably really good. It's just, it's just that, it's just that because it's, uh, people could
1: make their living playing that game. <laughs> well, that's just, the thing. That, just that, people that, who are that,
0: there. That. just so awesome at it.
1: That, that too. But I, 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 right now, uh, this season is probably my worst season that I've ever played. Even when maybe when I started, um, and as a result, you get paired with people at your level, right? Like it's, it's so, I'm like with the dregs. I have people that are either just learning the game, don't care anymore, or they're just pure garbage. So it it it's a it's a it's a nice change once in a while where I get put onto a team and it's like, "Wow, okay, these guys really want to win." So, you know, it, it usually turns out quite well. And then there's other ways where I'm just like, "Okay, I'm the support character, and why am I doing the most damage? Why am I <laughs> having the most kills, and I'm also healing everybody at the same time. So, um,
0: yeah, if you're, yeah. If you're Lucio and you're doing the most DPS, then
1: there's a problem guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, I think we'll close out this episode. Next episode, we are going to do our review of the big Lebowski. So big cult movie. I think we're both looking forward to seeing it again. Oh, yeah. I know I am. Yeah, for sure. Um, and uh having some fun with it so thank you so much thank you curtis for all your insight as always and just remember that sometimes a cucumber is just a cucumber